Welcome to the Alternative Property Management Podcast, brought to you by Renty and the PMC. Hosted by David Faulkner, Harrison Vaughn, and Will Alexander, and powered by Renty, who just want to make renting enjoyable. Yora, hello, welcome to the Alternative Property Management Show. I am your host, David Faulkner from Property Brokers and also MC for the PMC, which is at the Tequila Convention Center in November the 23rd and 24th in the nation's capital, Wellington. And I'm also joined again by Will Alexander from Bailey's. He's got his tie on today. He's looking very corporate. He's obviously been in a very serious board meeting and no doubt the Lion Reds will be flowing quite profoundly in the Bailey's head office in the cap in up in Auckland. And down in the capital is Harrison Vaughan from Tommy's Property Management. How are you doing, guys? How are you? Good. Very well, Dad. Looking forward to it. Yeah, well, I've got a little bit of a bone to pick with Will Alexander. I mean, we've got another special guest on tonight, which I'll introduce in a moment. But we had obviously had Hermona Gardner on last week, an Australian. And uh you know, Kiwis seem to have this bit of a reputation across the ditch for a bit of a fetish about sheep. I don't know where it comes from. Don't know where it comes from. But Will Alexander didn't really remove that kind of conception that the Australians have. Because if you remember, he said about going out, running around the hills of Hawke's Bay and looking at little lammies. So now we've got all these Australians going, told you so, told you so, and it's because of Will Alexander. Will, you know, you've, you've, you've really, that stereotypical Kiwi in the in the eyes of our friends across the ditch, you've really enforced that now, mate. Well done. What have I done? I mean, what, what's wrong with uh, the cute, no? Well, they are cute, but they've got to probably think, you, you know, well, I've got to go down there with a podcast. You know, it, it's probably not uh, good ethics. Anyway, we've got a special guest with us tonight. We've got the Queen of the South. And I'm not talking about the <laughs> drug baron, if you've watched that great program on Netflix. Some people even refer to her as the GOAT. It's Hayley Stevenson from Housemart down in Queenstown. Hayley, thank you for joining us. Hello, how are you doing? Great, Dave. I've never heard so much rubbish, really. The goat. I don't think I um I would have that title. Well, let's ask the bo- let's ask the boys. Is there anybody better? Oof. Honestly, I don't think so, Dave. You'd probably be second place. Oh, yeah. I, well, I wouldn't go that far, but I uh, for sure, Haley, you're the goat. Um, yeah, wear it with pride. It's a banner of honour. There you go. The goat from the south. There's, there's the new title. Anyway, Hayley, it's great that you've come along uh, to join us today. You're speaking at the PMC. Yep. Um, you excited about that? I am excited about that. Um, I've had a wee sort of trial run at what I'm speaking about. Um, so I've managed to sharpen up my presentation. So, no, it should be good. It's always good crowd, good networking, good to catch up with all familiar faces yeah, and, and Harrison I mean I believe that you got a little sneak peek of that presentation what caught your eye about it you you've raved about it to me mate I know and yeah I got a little sneak preview in Taupo earlier this year and I must have must have say um Hayley amazing speaking um I was locked in for the full hour she spoke for a full hour talked the room off but it was it was fantastic learned a lot about yeah 
um, you know, found out some interesting facts. Like, did you know Haley, in fact, is quite a weapon behind the steering wheel? She's actually a little pro racer. So I thought we'd sort of start start by delving into a bit of Haley's uh, racing history uh, to start off this podcast. I mean, she's the goat and the petrol head. I mean, this is getting better by the minute. <laughs> Ah, buddy, buddy. Yeah, Haley. I mean, do you want to tell us a little bit about your um your go karting and your in your racing career? Um, right. Yes, in my younger days, yes, I um used to race go karts. Uh, I raced grass karts. So I was in the two fifty cc class. Um, and because it's the deep south. You know, the women and the men were segregated, so I raced in the women's, which <laughs> I soon got bored with that and wanted to race in the men's. So um, sort of unfolded, I had to um, go and dress up in my friend's uniform, like <laughs> racing overalls and a tinted visor and race his cart for the day, <laughs> uh, finishing second. So um then got an exemption card to race with the men which this following season and my husband raced in the men's so I used to race in the women's and the men's so the following season I actually won the South Island women's and the South Island men's which they have now changed to the open grade right. for go-karting right. so isn't he led fantastic? the way forward, goat of go-karting and property <laughs> management. So so you basically, what I get from this is that you're not one for, you know, being held back. You know, there's a little bit of a rebellious streak in you. And if you see something you don't like, you've got to break down the barrier. Is that fair enough? Yeah, like that started early. I was um, the youngest of four kids and had one older brother. And so I was the second uh, labour unit on the farm because my two sisters in the middle they were inside girls so um, dad had me as an outside girl and um, just challenged me all the time um, I then joined the ATC the year training corps when I was at um, school at secondary school and Dad and I actually won the father and son small ball rifle shooting trophy presented by the mayor. It was one of my father's prouder moments. And again, I complained that um, I wasn't allowed to enter because I was a girl and they just put me in there to shut me up. And Dad and I won the trophy. So, um, yeah, it, it's like anything, like business. If you want to do it, just work out how you're going to do it. Don't sit around and cry about it. Just put your head down and get it done. Hayley, can I ask, where were you brought up? Because you're a Southland girl. Am I right there? Or? So fourth generation Queenstown. Um, right. But mum and dad uh, moved to the deep south. You know, it's, it's moss country down there there's moss grows in between your toes it's so wet down there we're five k's from the coast so i'm down sort of tokanui catlins ah way. yes yes oh yeah. god right that is that yeah, is very remote true deep yeah. south that is yeah it's beautiful beautiful country down there 
So, so where so did Bailey did... the jerk get into sort of, I mean, property management? Where did it sort of go from racing to, to looking after properties? Um, well, it started in Western Australia is where I um, started in property management. I, as a receptionist um, for a firm, as a part-time job, and I was only there a week on a temp assignment, and I decided I wanted the property manager's job. So I got that and then wanted the senior property manager's job and then started managing um, a head of the department for a branch and then took over managing a few of the branches and then come back here to New Zealand for my brother's wedding and ended up uh, getting introduced to uh, the team that owned the Queenstown Accommodation Centre. So ended up coming back there to manage that. And in a way, it was sort of fate. I was only back here two months and my father got diagnosed with cancer. So it, you know, it all fell into line, really, that um, it was the next challenge for me. Plus, I was close to home. You know what, Ari, I was just going to say, and Will, it's almost identical in terms of how someone fell into property management of what Hermione said last week, that they turn up part-time job. I mean, yeah. it yeah. gets into your skin, doesn't it? I mean, do you believe in that, Haley? Does it get into the blood? Because it kind of drives a bit of a passion. Well, I think um, yes and no. It gets into the blood of the right kind of people. Like property management is a tough job and you've got to have a wee bit of guts and mongrel in you and determination to get up and dust yourself off and go again and be able to think on your feet and problem solve and just roll your sleeves up and get into it. So, yeah, it does get in your blood for the people that have got the right kind of blood. Mm. It attracts survivors. Yeah. I reckon. Yeah. yeah. And and like, you know, with you, Will, you know, you're gutsy, determined, same sort of personality. Well, probably the four of us actually, you know, you're all <laughs> yeah. going to just get in and give it a crack. Absolutely. Ari, Absolutely. what what Ari, what struck you about the presentation exactly? That because you've just every time I see you, you just—I mean, the first time um, I saw you after it, you raved about it. Probably just the way Haley presents. She's a very funny lady on stage. Got a, you know, and it, it just glued me in. I hadn't been glued into something like that at a at a day of speaking for a long time. You know, it was Haley's full life story, and yep, it was so very amazing. So, so where are you going to take us without giving too much away, Haley? Because, you know, people are um, we're all looking forward to seeing you speak. But what are you going to give us at the PMC? What are you going to really delve into? I think, um, look, you learn lessons throughout your life. Um, and it adds layers or chapters to your book. And property management obviously it's been a large chunk of my life and there's lots of different things that I've learned along the way but there's a lot of my personality that's made my career in property management successful 
like being determined and being prepared to have a crack and not being complacent like we're always pushing to be better than what we are and that's that's my personality and so I've tried to factor some life lessons into the presentation would that be true Harrison well you know there's, there's definitely a few life lessons and takeaways yeah and just trying to inspire some people to not get off their well yeah get off your ass the the, the world doesn't know you just yeah. get in there mm. and give it a crack if you want to look the funny thing is um my team at the office that didn't go up to telpo um i did the presentation at our training session and Craig and Julie, who were with me in Telpo, uh, they listened to it and apparently it was totally different than the Telpo delivery. Um, <laughs> so I think there could be a few versions of it. That's great. Well, That's great to hear. How, how long have you been in the industry for now, Hayley? Uh, well, I started when I was 19. So five years. Yeah. And uh, so I'm now 52. So it's been it's a couple of weeks laps around. Yeah. Wow. What's the, uh, out of curiosity, through, so the 33 years, what's the biggest change that you've seen to the industry? Oh, um, compliance could be one. Uh, you know, we were, especially in Western Australia, it was cowboy time over there. If I would wait until people had gone out of the house and I'd get the maintenance man around there and we'd just clear all your stuff out onto the footpath and change <laughs> the locks. We'd take the freezers out of the meter box. We'd take, turn the water off and take the Toby taps. You know, it was Toby taps. Yeah. Good tip. It, top tip. It was <laughs> the wild west. So um, probably that is the biggest change. Um, probably, uh, uh, yeah, actually, that that would be the biggest change. You, you, what I did back then, I would find myself more locked well up behaved. for doing it has, now. Has it gone too far? I mean, have we gone too overly compliant? Or have we got the balance right now? I mean, what's wrong with unscrewing the Toby tap, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the, yeah, they, I'm pleased that it has changed. No, I don't think it has gone too far. There's certainly some tweaks I'd like to yeah. make, but um, it's like anything. You know, you go and play game of sport, play to the referee. You, yeah. It's no different. In business, if you want to be in business and you want to be good at it, you've got to play to the referee. It's like it's like rugby, isn't it? At the moment, I mean, you know, you're seeing every stoppage in play every five minutes. You know, players getting sim bin sent off for what would have been just play on a few years ago. So it's a good idea to start, really. And uh, can I ask you a question, please, Haley? I mean, who've been the the real big role models uh, in your career? Who's really helped you? And who have you looked up to? Uh, easy. John Crocker. Um, as a business mentor, 
Um, he, John and I got to know each other when um, I was at the QAC. He um, come in and I was so nervous about getting a business mentor and he was sitting there waiting. Um, I hadn't realised he was in the office yet. And um, somebody come in to get a key. He reckoned it would have been easier to break into Fort Knox than for a tradesman to get a key out of our office. We were that particular process. But um, 100% uh, John Crocker, He's, he was absolutely fantastic. And um, after my father passed away, he really became a mentor, role model, father figure. Um, when COVID hit, he was the first call I, I made just going, what, what am I going to do? So, um, and I still have a lot to do with him now. He mm. would be the goat of property management. He he was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't disagree with that. In terms of, can we ask about, I mean, the, you have had some challenges in your career and, and no doubt one of the biggest ones would have been COVID because all of a sudden, and I've got stats and stats, uh, uh, data and stats on this, the, the, the plummet in the rent, so all of a sudden, You've got all these people who are renting from you. The lockdown comes along and you've got to just, these tenants are walking in, handling the keys. And how on earth did you deal uh, with, with COVID and how did you look after your team? Uh, we got absolutely smashed. And I don't think we were any other, uh, any different than any other tourist type town. Um, at it was the first time I really had to deal with my own mental health issues, um, the stress. We were just hemorrhaging money um, and there were people stuck overseas and houses empty. There were flatmates just leaving left, right and centre. There were keys getting dropped in. Um, it, it, was, it was chaos. Um, Julie Johnson, my general manager, she actually runs Housemart and she is really systems-based. She is fantastic. And her and I don't always agree, which is also brilliant because then we come in at two different angles. So her and I said, we've just got to formulate a plan here and until we did that, um, the the team were scrambling and we matched, we paired them up with like a support person. So a younger person with a more experienced property manager, we had a plan. Um, we were all set up to work from home anyway. We had already done that and just started with um very structured plan for them and once they had the plan then we were away but we renegotiated the rents on the portfolio twice we were working massive days so when friends were rigging up and saying oh my god this is awesome let's have a zoom lunch or yeah. go for a walk or a bike and we were absolutely head down i don't i don't know if our owners 
we really did get good feedback, but I don't know if they really knew how hard we worked to save as many tenancies as we possibly could. Mm. It, it was a tough, tough time. Yeah, that's a, that's a remarkable story. And that, that may even be a tribute to how well you did, that your owners may not have realised how hard you were actually having to put the acker in. I mean, you mentioned about, you know, it's the first time you've had to deal with your mental health. How did you deal mentally um, during that time? Well, when, um, when it first hit, I actually just sat um, on the couch. I just cried. I cried and cried and cried. I just thought all my years of hard work that we had put in, um, and actually I shouldn't say my, all our hard work. I was, the concern was like a mother for the kids. I was worried about my team with their mortgages and how I was going to pay their wages. Um, you know, you didn't know where the end was going to be. And um, I just wallowed in a bit of self-pity for a couple of days. And then, thankfully, um, I managed to drag myself out of the haze and started getting my own plan and talking to John Crocker and getting outside and fresh air and just leaving the phone behind and just getting some clear um, space that I could actually think. And then having Julie and Julie and I started, right, how are we going to, do this which ones can we save what can we do and um, then it started becoming clearer in my mind and managed to um, get myself back at it but also you know exercise sleep not drinking um, I know a lot of people were doing the opposite during lockdown but um just trying to look after yourself as, as best I could so I could look after my team. Wonderful story and, and some great life lessons there and great lessons yeah. in coping. Will, have you got anything you want to add? Well, yeah, I mean, great story. It's the, uh, I mean, I'm such an advocate for moving and clearing your head and, you know, just it was, it was a tough time. It was a time that uh, I personally look back on and think, you know, writing continuity plans, you know, that was really thinking on your feet. I was at the helm of property brokers at the time. And um, yeah, it was, a, it was a huge experience really, wasn't it? Because you're making big calls based on really it was the gut. I mean, you try and get as much information or evidence as you could, but it was just, yeah, it was a, it was a, you felt, I personally felt incredibly exposed during that period. And, um, um, but yeah, no, wow. I um just a a quick tangent while you're uh, not while you're talking just then I actually um um asked Chat GBT what goat means in property management. <laughs> Go on. Right. So while there is no widely known or standardised acronym for goat relating specifically to property management in New Zealand, the acronym could be interpreted in a creative or bespoke manner. Below is a suggestion. Goat, growth, occupation, assessment, tenancy. Ah, there you go. go. There you go. Oh, ah. 
greatest of all time. Greatest of all time. Anyway, oh, so, um, I mean, Haley, you would have clearly, I'm sure, as we all do, we all make mistakes in business. We all make mistakes in life. What are the, the is there anything that you've done that you would look back on and go, I wish I did that differently? Or do you just look at it all as a life lesson and as a journey? Um, are you talking about mistakes I made as property manager? Well, because... in both, really, in property management and as a business owner. Yeah. Um, look, I yeah, I made endless mistakes as property manager, renting wrong houses, painting wrong houses, you know, signing wrong tenancies, doing those things. Um, as a business owner, I did employ a receptionist once that couldn't type. That wasn't ideal. But <laughs> um, so, um, we had to deal with that um probably if i was to give the younger me some advice um we have a, a saying in the office go ugly early yeah um, and you know i probably would give myself that advice you know back then I would probably sit on things and procrastinate a wee bit and not want to make that phone call to the owner and say I've made a mistake um or yeah so I, I would do that I would rip into it and just front foot and we that's how we work now is uh proactive instead of reactive um Younger me, I probably would have spent less money at pints at the pub and maybe invested in rental properties a wee bit earlier than I did. So then I probably wouldn't be working now. So that would be another bit of advice. My first rental property, actually, my father made me buy it. Mm. So um, it was in Queenstown for 124000 and um, I thought I would never drink at the Pig and Whistle again. <laughs> I couldn't afford to live in hours flatting. I had to rent it out and what top year, up. What, what year was that, Haley? can I ask you approximately? Uh, that would probably have been 96. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. there in 95. I was down there in 95. I would have played rugby down in Lumsden, so I was... Drinking in the pig and whistle in '95, uh, you may have even bumped into me. Probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His hair was black back then, by the way. Oh, I've yeah. seen a picture. Yeah, and I was fit, and I was. You uh, wouldn't believe it. Fit. No, no, no. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> what we generally guys, we come up to the end. We, we, you know, and it's been great talking to you, Haley. We can't wait to listen to you uh, at the PMC, and it's always great catching up because there's always a decent vino in there as well. Will you typically have five questions that you like to ask? Uh, our guests as they come on random questions it can be about anything uh well the floor is yours right okay here we go so keeping with tradition um i always ask a controversial question and right. friendships may be lost as a result <laughs> if you had to employ either david faulkner or harrison vaughan who would you employ and why harrison Oh, for God's sake. Yes, I got one. Yes. Two, it's 2-1. Two, He's on the board. 
Got a point. Uh, yes, he is. Harrison and I sat across the room from each other and we're doing a lot of very similar developments at the moment. Uh, we're just about to release our property manual and we've got dashboards on the go that we're building in office. And um, yeah, so I'd get Harrison, I'd lock him away in the back cupboard, he could <laughs> code his little heart out and we'd just Chained drain him of all his knowledge. <laughs> She said Addison too quick, you know, she didn't even think about it. it it's like, you know, straight away. No, you know, at, least, at least the other two guests have actually thought about the answer before they've said it. <laughs> you know, she just didn't give a shit. No, that's, how, that. that's how sharp I am, Dave. I'm just straight yeah. into it. Oh, like, Dave, I'm, you'd I'm, still be figuring out how to turn the computer on. I'm not <laughs> freaking talking to you anymore. Will, carry You're on. Right. Okay. <laughs> um, the property management bill. Uh, will this be the silver bullet and tip things in favour of the professional agencies? Oh, it's going to be great. I can't wait. So, but like, you know, there'll be property management companies around there that are going to be scrambling, but being proactive instead of reactive, we're going to comply with their, or everything that's coming our way. So it's a great opportunity. For us, and it's going to tidy up the industry. So yeah, no, bring it. That's awesome. Couldn't agree more. I think you got everyone on your side there. Um, question: I guess at every stage, a business has a choice. Do you grow and grow and grow and be large and mass scale, like a Bailey's or a property brokers or whatever, or do you decide? No, not to do it that way. Stay, cap your growth and stay focused on the service, the boutique sort of approach. Um, what do you think is better? I suppose it differs in circumstances, but based on your experience in the industry and, you know, you have would have had the ability to expand how smart across the country if you wanted to, what's better? Um, well, I went the boutique, so I'm just going to say that's better um, <laughs> because I set Housemart up to license it um, as opposed to franchise it, uh, but I got diagnosed with melanoma cancer while I was in the process of doing that. And I'm sitting here in my office and on my wall is a bucket list that I wrote when I was in hospital. And it wasn't because I thought I was going to die. It was what I was going to do when I um, got better. So that was when I decided not to license it and follow the path that we've followed. So as we've grown, we've sold off uh, the bottom chunk of our portfolio so that we don't get too big. Um, I don't want to be working like I did way back when I started so I don't work past five I don't work weekends you know we are very neither do any of the team um so we keep our clientele in the a's and b's and identify the pod of c's and bring them up to b's or if the company is getting too big we'll um sell off a chunk to keep it 
Interesting. And I, I respect the fact that you're sticking to that. You know, it's uh, it's that's that's really cool. Outside of How Smart Tommy's Property Brokers and Bailey's, who do you think is the best agency in the country right now and why? Um, can I put us in there? Uh, no, I specifically said no How Smart Tommy's oh, Property Brokers and Bailey's. Oh, of okay. Um, bloody love Catherine Goodwin. Yeah. Uh, yep. Like yeah. she she knows what she's talking about. Um, she's got a great team. She's got great culture. And right beside them would be my my friends at Wendell's. Um, again, really working on their culture. Ashley is always looking for improvements as well. Um, and it's not just what they can do for their landlords. It's their team, their landlords, the clients, the properties, and the community. They're all, both those companies are not just in it for the dollar at the end of the day. They're trying to improve their communities that they live in as well. So they very much, I think they align with what we do as well. So... Mm. I've very much so. First equal place with Wendell's and Goodwins. Right, last question and arguably the most important. Last year at the PMC conference, David Faulkner and Harrison Vaughan had a dance off. This year, assuming it will happen again, will you participate? Oh, God. I would love to say absolutely not, but we know. Absolutely, yes, I will. Um, because I I sit here and say no, but a couple of wines in, I'm like, yeah, I'll give it a crack. However, I'm bringing a couple of the housemate team that will run rings around them. But I thought Harrison was banned from it. Well, well it's a new venue, isn't that why it's, you it's moved? A, it's a, I thought I'd been kicked off the dance no, floor. No, I banned him. I banned him. I said to him, you can't behave like that again. We I got I got set notice. down by by Father David Faulkner. Yeah. He gave me a stern yeah. talking to. Do you, yeah. you want to know well, this, something well, really well, the, funny, Harrison, yeah. that will take yeah. years ago at um, a conference, I'm not going to say which one, a conference, which we um, won some awards and trophies after the the dance party and I was collecting up all the stuff to leave the venue. I was looking around for a certificate um, that we've been presented and it was on through the heel of my shoe. I had stood on it and I'm getting out of the room with the award attached to my shoe. So maybe no. Oh, jeez. I tell you what, it's going to be a big Thursday night at the uh, gala dinner, isn't it? And the awards and all sorts. It's going to be great fun. Hayley, it's been an absolute pleasure, other than the fact that you'd employ Harrison instead of me. Uh, it's been absolutely pleasure you being on this podcast this evening. Thanks so much for your time. Congratulations in everything that you've achieved. Is there much left on the bucket list, can I ask? Is there anything that you've, yeah, you've not uh, done yet? Yeah, we're just cranking in it was a hive of activity at the office today we're just cranking in to a new a new venture um with all the the blueprint of housemark 
going into a manual about to be released. So, um, yeah, we're putting all the final touches of that. So, yeah, yeah there's lots, lots. All right, all right. Well, again, thanks all for joining us. Um, look after yourself down there, and and uh, I imagine you probably got a few speeding tickets in your time, being a bit of a uh, a goat in the racing cart <laughs> and a goat in property management. Addison, Will, thanks again for joining us. That's it from us, and we'll see you again at another edition of the Alternative Property Management Show. Natiwa. Thank you for tuning in to the Alternative Property Management Podcast, powered by Renty and the PMC.